Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome to another episode of Top Tier Tactics. I have Bud right here who needs 17 points from David Montgomery in order to beat me this week, which probably isn't going to happen. So how do you feel? You know, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. Uh, yeah, the Bears are absolutely murdering the Redskins right now. And I have a little bit of a hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take. You're probably going to view it as a hot take. Let's hear it. I'd rather have a handcuff than David Montgomery. Oof. He's not looking good right now. I mean, it, I mean, the good thing last week is he got 18 carries. He got volume. He got this volume, week. But I think this he only week, had like 15 yard, 50 yards with those 18 carries. Volume matters. No, no matter what, volume matters. Everyone knows that. Duh. Well, David, <laughs> Derek Henry had the volume last year, but he was on the waiver wire for most of the year. I mean, I'm just saying, with a solid defense, if he gets volume, he should be relevant. Obviously, he's not getting volume this game. I mean, it it, it looks bad three rush attempts as of right now at halftime three rush attempts 11 rush yards three targets 14 yards what does everyone else got for running backs uh carrier wise nothing almost care i i saw Tariq cohen run the ball once and he lost three yards and uh i haven't seen mike davis in the game yeah weird they've been throwing the ball a lot with trubisky yeah before Trubisky went off for somehow three touchdowns. Their play selection was 13 passes, three runs. A little odd, don't you think? I th- I think uh, Nagy's trying to make sure that everyone thinks he's an offensive guru still because they look like garbage the last two weeks. So I think he's trying to make a statement. So how do you feel about my hot take? I mean, Montgomery doesn't look good. I mean, it... They're not using him the way people thought he was going to be used. So what they expect, I mean, you can't feel comfortable with it. I feel like at the beginning of the year, I said that I would not touch anything from the Eagles running back committee, and I feel like that's pretty accurate so far. So far, yeah. And the Bears running back committee, and I feel like that's pretty accurate so far. So far, yeah. the The person with the most carries on the Bears is David Montgomery. Yes, but he's so also I mean, it. I, I get it. I don't feel comfortable with him. If you have to start, I mean, most people draft him in the fourth, fifth round, so you have to start him if mm-hmm. you got him. Yeah. I mean, you're you're hoping you got someone on the waiver wire that you can at least use, maybe Lashawn McCoy, somebody like that. But you should you would have picked him up a while ago. Yeah, he's you, gone you don't feel now. comfortable with Montgomery. That's just the bottom line. So, I mean, I don't think you feel comfortable with anyone on that offense. That's it, right? No, 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 yeah. almost not at all. Yeah, maybe. Allen Robinson, but other than that, uh, I'd rather move on from that team. But as you all know, I'm the Daniel Jones truther, and he balled out. He looked great. I mean, he looked the opposite of Eli, so it looked pretty good. Now, he did have about four or five sacks. That should get cleaned up. He was a little bit shaken up, looked a little bit shook. But I mean, game-winning he, drive for a rookie quarterback, fantasy-wise, he had the second most points ever for a first start for a rookie quarterback. I mean, 
it's it, it was against Tampa Bay. I mean, I thought their defense was good. They didn't look good. Mm, they they didn't look good. Maybe it was just Daniel Jones. No, uh, maybe, but they really didn't look good, in my opinion. But Daniel Jones played great. Evan Ingram, you have to love the volume Evan Ingram's going to get, and oh, yeah. and the bump for Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Sterling Shepard, he was getting open. I mean, that was the first game of the season. He had 20 fantasy points in a standard league. So uh, I think that elevates him to almost wide receiver two status. Just off the sheer fact that there's nobody there right now other than him and Ingram. Ingram. I think Ingram's going to get so much volume, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I'd probably feel more comfortable with wide receiver three. But, yeah, I mean, he's on that Is he on the trade now list? Shepard? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you can get someone for him, I just don't think you're going to get a lot for him. I'm gonna disagree. I feel like. What do you could. think you can get for Sterling Shepard right now? I'd like a Derrick Henry. You think you get a Derrick Henry for a Sterling Shepard? No way in hell am I gonna fucking see if you can get a Sterling Shepard for a Derrick Henry right now. No way. Would you rather? You'd rather have Derrick Henry. Yeah, I would. Really? And I hate Derrick Henry. Huh. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with you there. I think I'd rather have Shepard. You'd rather have Shepard than a running back than Derrick Henry. Right now, wide receivers are a little bit inconsistent. If you could have some solidarity there, I think I'd take that. I mean, after one game, you think he's going to be solid? Sterling Shepard has always been a solid receiver. A mediocre receiver, to be exact. I mean, he really has not done He hasn't done much, but much. he hasn't had much. I mean, he's had a declining Eli. If he has a resurgence... I'll, I'll I mean, he he had the same quarterback as OBJ. <laughs> OBJ it took a famous catch for OBJ to do something. So I mean, like, I, I don't see Sterling Shepard. Not even close. I don't know. I, you're obviously higher than I, because you love your boy Daniel Jones. Yeah, if you, Daniel Jones is just gonna <laughs> elevate whoever he's throwing it to, I'll wait a week. How about that? We'll wait a week. I see. I, I would wait a week, but if you can fucking if you can trade, if you can trade. For Derrick Henry, Sterling Shepard, then go right ahead. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're into trivia questions around here, and I got one for you. Let's hear it. Let's hear. Let's see you name the top ten QBRs right now. Uh, Mahomes, number one. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady. Number four. Okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson. That's going to be an easy one. Number five. Okay. Uh, Dak Prescott's got to be on there. Number two. Okay. Blanking right now. Trust me, you're not. Uh, uh, me looking at it, I don't believe it, and I'm looking at it right now. Really? Rodgers isn't on there? Aaron Rodgers? Nope. Yeah. I didn't think he was, which is sad. He's not doing too good. I'm going to throw a Hail Mary out here. Okay. Derek Carr. No, <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say. I was like, no way. No. Um, Jimmy G's not on there. He's not on there for sure. He's not on there. Um, God, I'll give you a free bit. Josh Allen? No, that'd be cool if he that was. That would be dope. I'm. I love Josh. I'll Allen. give you a freebie, but I feel like you should have known this one. This was going to be Russell Wilson, number uh, three. Yeah, Russell Wilson was had a massive game this week. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. Okay, number six is going to be Jacoby Brissett. Really? Yes. Yeah. Number seven, Case Keenum. 
Well, not after this game. Not after this game. Not even close. Number eight, Minshew. Damn. Number nine, Watson. You you gotta love Minshew though. Yeah, he's so cool. I mean, he looks. Have you ever watched Dodgeball? You I actually watched have the not. movie. Oh my god, it. he looks exactly like the main character in Dodgeball. I mean, look it up. It it's spot on. Why don't you look it up right now? All right. Just look it up. But God, he he's a <laughs> Minshew. I don't know, man. He, he's just he's just like a Tim Tebow esque kind of. I can see it. You know what I mean? I can see it. I'm looking at it. I can see it. You see it? Maybe. Yeah, I can see it. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. To me, he he just, I don't know. I hope he does well. He's doing pretty okay right now. Right now. Let's see if it happens. God, man. Uh, Number nine, Watson. Yeah. And then number 10. This was a surprise. I don't even know how QBR gets calculated after this, but Mariota. Really? Mm-hmm. That's trash. You want to know who's 32? Let's hear it. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's he looks horrible. Number 33, Trubisky. Oof. A <laughs> backup quarterback is better than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's not really a surprise. It really isn't. But like how in my mind, I'm like I'm like, dude, we talked about it earlier, or a long time ago, before the season started. How were the Browns going to mess us up? The Browns. And then we 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 were it. thinking like, no way. Like they got talent everywhere. They're going to be fine. They'll figure it out. Their offense looks horrid. They're waiting for a superstar to make a big play, and none of, nobody's doing it. The issue is, I think, Baker is so afraid of his offensive line. He's rolling out to the right, only to the right. And mm-hmm. just backwards every time. Yeah. Even when he has time, it it looks horrid. Yeah. The, looks like from the Rams' perspective, they realize that they could just play man coverage, blitz at least five. They know they're going to get pressure from at least Aaron Donald, and then Baker's just scrambling all around. If he couldn't break free, and it was usually a throwaway or a sack. But teams are still going over that cover two that we talked about last week. They're just showing cover two and then doing something different out of it. And he's still unable to adjust. Uh, this is a huge sophomore slump right now. And unless he gets his act together, the Browns could be in for a long season. Doesn't look good. Not at all. Not not at all. But we got bigger headlines to go over. Let's hear it. NFL headlines. Your number one draft pick, Saquon Barkley. High ankle sprain, out 48 weeks. So, we have a friend that has Saquon. We have friends. We can say acquaintance. Okay. That works better. A little bit, you yeah. Know, I know you don't have friends. I don't. I, I really mean, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't heard from him in a while. Is he on Suicide Watch? I'm, I'm concerned about him a little bit. Four to eight weeks. Uh, and from my understanding, it, it's looking more to like eight weeks. It's going probably be one of the latter part of the eight weeks. And that's about week 12. I mean, we'll say week 11. But do you think they rush him back if they are one in 10? No. Two and eight? No. Not like, I mean. Back. 
But they're not going to be that because Daniel Jones is going to lead them to the promised land. Okay, what what is what is Daniel Jones going to lead them to the prom, promised be, land? What, the what time, is it going to be? By the time Saquon is could be like on the brink of returning, they'll have an even record. And they're <laughs> one and three right now. You th- you think they're going to be even? Even. They have a five hundred record. They're, they're one. They're one and three. One and three. Aren't we in week three? One and two. Sorry. Math is as off. as we know. Nader does not know math very well. Sorry, I just saw Keenum throw another pick. Pick six? Almost, almost. It looked like it for a second, and then all of a sudden... Uh, I just wanted to shout out to one of my friends that got his first win this week. Appreciate it. I'm very proud of him. He got his first win? He got his first win. and, and it Against was, all of odds. It was surprised, but the Bears' defense pulled it through for him. He's balling out right now, and I don't see it. Yeah, stopping. Just wanted to shout him out. I'll yeah. give him a shout out. You know what? That's a well-deserved yeah. shout out. You know, he deserved this one. Redemption. You Redemption. Know? He yep. needed it. He needed it. But we'll give him that. Um, Cam Newton out, out again, again which, which is I think a good thing for the fantasy team. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. I mean, you're not going to feel comfortable starting him. He's obviously not healthy, and he's definitely droppable. Oh, he should have been dropped a long time ago. Uh, right now, McCaffrey looked good. The offense looked a little bit more electric with Cam Newton not there. Uh, I still not comfortable with the wide receivers, in my opinion. I know you have different opinions on that, but I definitely see it as a step in the right direction for all of them. I do. I mean, I feel comfortable starting DJ Moore. Uh, Curtis Samuel's looking pretty good, but. I think they actually get a little bit of a bump compared to Cam Newton being there because it was not pretty. He didn't look good. No, not he at all. He didn't feel comfortable. He obviously wasn't healthy and trying to force it. So hopefully he rests up and comes back. If he does. My question is, uh, Allen, the starter for Panthers. Correct. Was he Was he that little kid in the commercial? Yeah, in the Play 60 commercial where he's all like, oh, he's I'm going to be your mom's favorite player. Yeah, I'm going to be the starting be. quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was definitely I, him. I think it was. Definitely was Is him. he warming up his arm? He's, he's doing that little circle. I'm just saying. Right now. So Cam Newton obviously was afraid. That's why he tried to play through an injury. Oh, you know, it's pretty accurate. I, I think he was scared that the little kid was going to take his job, Allen, and obviously... He did. It looks like it. For now. Speaking of which, yep. Bears missed another field goal. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. That's got to be depressing. I mean, they're they're killing. They're killing. But they're I killing mean, right say now. that's a game-winning field goal. That's a game-winning field goal? Say it would be. Oh, yeah. Then he missed it. It wouldn't be a surprise. Tevin Coleman, good, ja- good chance being back after the bye week. So the Niners have a week three bye week. I feel like that's really early in the season for a bye week. Niners are off next week? Yeah. Week four, sorry. Week four bye week. Oh, okay. And so he has a chance coming back week five, which probably means he will be coming back week five. And if it does, then we probably could see Jeff Wilson going back to the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mostard will probably be almost droppable. And it'll be uh, back to a Coleman breed of backfield. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Josh Jacobs to have more targets. I think most people expected him to not have a good game against Minnesota. I uh, think he had a 
better game than I expected. Yeah, four point four. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything amazing, but I I wasn't expecting a lot, especially with the illness, losing ten pounds from sickness. I don't think you thought he was gonna do much for you. Uh, the more targets that they're saying is good news for sure. It's good news, and it's really stupid they have to say that because teams probably realize that if he's in the game, most likely it's a run play, and if he's not, then they're probably passing. So I think that'll help their variety of play calling while he's in. We'll see. Roethlisberger had surgery, ready for 2020. I mean, honestly, I thought Roethlisberger was faking it and he was going to come back like he always does. He's probably going to come on a walking boot. Mm-hmm. And then, then just take the walking boot off in the uh, middle of the game. Yeah. And then take over for Mason Rudolph, who looked horrendous, by the way. He looked all right. I, he looked pretty bad. And I think that whole game look was was a little bit of a disaster. It was, it was, it we'll was get a sloppy it. game. It was a it very was, sloppy game. It was game. very sloppy. Um, Crabtree got his uh, chain snatched again yeah. from the Cardinals. <laughs> he was released after two games. No one cares. No one cares. No, not at all. Actually, I do care because I wanted to see a Sherman Crabtree and a Talib Crabtree reunited matchup again. Well, and we get robbed of that. I mean, I think the Cardinals... Just took his chain. They did completely. But it's not as fun. Like, I mean, don't you want to see Talib take his chain again? But he put duct tape this time instead of regular tape. Maybe he super glued his chain on. Or he that put a hurt. fake chain on. That's assuming Crabtree wears fake chains. Maybe he does. Maybe he, that's why he wasn't so mad. I mean, he was pretty mad. He got kicked out of the yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was pretty <laughs> livid. I I don't think he was not mad. Uh, Aaron Jones limited with a shoulder. I mean, it's Monday practice. I mean, I think they're probably nothing to concern about. Uh, yeah, should we get right into? We got games to talk about. The games. Yeah, let's do it. Start off. Bengals versus Bears. Bengals versus Bears, huh? I'm pretty sure it's Bengals. Bengals versus Bills. Bills. Sorry. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm watching like the Bears just dominate on defense, and I'm. Uh, it was so unexpected to watch Case Keenum to not dot this defense up. Am I right? Yeah, definitely not a surprise. Yeah, of course. Uh, Haskins come in yet? No, not yet. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in just no, because he's, he's going to get destroyed against the throwing Bears. him into a fire. That's pretty bad. Yeah, twenty one seventeen Bills. Bills are three and zero. Josh Allen's elite. <laughs> Josh Allen looking pretty good. Let's get into it. You want to start with the Bills or the Bengals? Let's see what the Bills. Right. My boy, Frank Gore, 14 carries, 76 yards, and a touchdown. The next leading rusher, Josh Allen, 9 for 46. Which is awesome. That's cool. I love it. He's on my team. Love it. Awesome. Uh, he was 23 for 36, 243, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, this game was... It's kind of weird. Uh, a little weird. Um Josh Allen played pretty good. It's kind of slow paced game. Really Definitely a Buffalo Bills game. Yeah, really wasn't much going on. Dawson Knox got three receptions, sixty-seven yards, one touchdown. Don't know who he is. Four targets. Uh, he was a rookie tight end from Ole Miss, but not really going to pick him up. Not nah, really worried about it. That's a flash in the pan. John Brown four for fifty-one. That's his worst game of the year. Yeah, granted, only two games, but. I feel like if this is his floor, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, go on to the Bengals. 
Andy Dalton, 20 for 36, 249, one touchdown, two interceptions. Didn't look very good. It didn't look good, but fantasy-wise, I believe he almost put up 20 points. I mean, it was it was a surprise because he looked horrendous the first half. Yeah. It, it was he was very, in the negatives. It was very bad. Uh, Joe Mixon, 15 carries, 61 yards. The good news is with Mixon, two receptions, 34 yards, and a touchdown. It, it probably saved your week. Oh, yeah. It's still got to be concerning with Mixon. Buffalo Bills have a great run defense. So it's kind of nice to see him get 4.1 yards per carry. He's still getting the volume, still has 15 carries, and they're working him in the passing game with a touchdown. He's not going to put up RB1 numbers probably. I think that's expected, but he still must start. Yeah, I mean, he sent out a message to all the fans saying he's disappointed in what he's doing. He needs to produce more. Um at least he's showing a little bit. His 4.1 average this game, which is definitely an upgrade for him. It's his best but, all year. Yeah, by far. But it's still a concern when you probably drafted him in the back end of the first round or the beginning of the second. I'm more concerned about Tyler Boyd. I'm not. Really? I'm not at all. 11 targets. 11 most, targets. The, the most on the team. I mean, if you're getting double-digit targets – Good things are going to happen to you. Uh, six receptions, 67 yards. Not a great game, but not a horrendous game. Could be worse. And the 11 targets is a big thing for me. Uh, it shows production later on. And I, I'm pretty sure he's had double-digit targets every single game. Most likely. Now, I think the disappointment of the team was John Ross. Two car- two catches, 22 yards. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's... His your opportunity to sell high on him is has gone. passed. Yeah, and if he hadn't, then he's probably not going to do much or be droppable once AJ Green comes back. He also had a fumble, a fumble lost. So I mean, you're not going to be able to sell high on him anymore. Not not even close. Probably not. Now the Lions and the Eagles. The Lions came back in this one. It was pretty nice. Yeah, I mean. Matthew Stafford, 18 for 32, 201, one touchdown. Really not anything crazy. Even though Philadelphia Eagles corners are pretty garbage, I would say. Uh, Carry on, 20 carries, 36 yards, one touchdown, 1.8 yard average. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. I, I know Eagles have a great front seven, one of the best in the NFL. But, I mean, the good thing is, if you're going to look at something good, he got 20 carries. He got volume, which is good, but 1.8 yard average is absolutely horrendous. I, <laughs> I feel like he's a touchdown or bust player right now. I mean, yeah. The The good thing is you got the volume. So we'll see what happens later on. Next week they play Kansas City. If, if he can't produce a Kansas City with a volume like 20 carries, I mean, it's got to be very concerning. Yeah, that's definitely fair to say. Yeah, uh, Kenny Kenny Galladay was the stinker of the game for me. Yeah, he was definitely do Yeah, I thought he was going to have a big day. Uh, I was pretty sure he was going to go against Ronald Darby. Uh, Darby went out during the game. It was two receptions, 17 yards, eight targets. He really didn't do anything. That's extremely disappointing to see a what everybody would have what everybody was saying is a prominent wide receiver one doing absolutely nothing. This is probably what the third week he hasn't really doing much. Galladay? Yeah. Uh, no, Galladay's been pretty 
solid the first two weeks. Sure about that? Yeah, I have him on a team. Really? Mm-hmm. I was looking at his stats and I was going. Hmm. Pretty sure he has a touchdown in both both uh, game one, game two, right? It's fake news. It's fake news. It's fake news. Okay, sure. You gonna look it up? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Marvin Jones was the guy who got everything here. Six receptions, 101 yards, one touchdown, nine targets. He was the guy who was relevant in this game. Uh, J.D. McKissick, one carry, 44 yards. Uh, Ty Johnson, four carries for five yards. The volume for the running backs was all carry on this huh. game. Okay, okay. See, Yahoo has a typo uh-huh. where it says doesn't have touchdown receptions, but apparently he does. What, what was his game one and game two? Game one, I mean, 42 yards, mm-hmm. having to score a touchdown. Yeah. The other one was, oh, damn it. 117 yards. Yeah, yeah, Yahoo just has typos. I don't know what to tell you. So, just fake news? Is fake what news. You, you know what? Yahoo is trying to screw over Galladay owners. Calling it now. You're calling it now? Calling it now. <laughs> uh, let's go on to the Eagles. Carson Wentz, 19 for 36, 259, two touchdowns. Started off a little shaky. A little shaky. I feel like that's consistent with him now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, could be. Uh, I mean, let's get on the backfield. This is your, this is your team that you are not a fan of in this backfield. Yeah, Miles Sanders, thirteen carries, fifty-three yards. Jordan Howard, eleven carries, thirty-seven yards, and then Carson Wentz is the next highest rusher. But we still have Sproles with two carries. I don't want anybody on these teams. Yeah, I mean, you're not starting anyone. You're basically you're not feeling comfortable starting any of these running backs because you yeah. don't know who it's going to go to. Is a running back committee. Uh, Miles Sanders, two receptions, seventy-three yards, four targets is good. Thirteen carries, fifty-three yards uh, is. I mean, he has two more carries than Jordan Howard, so he's getting technically in the bulk of the carries. But when you're splitting it in half like that and you don't know who's going to get it, it's it's really hard to to do that. And Jordan Howard looks like he's getting the red zone touches. Makes yeah, sense. I, I mean, I, he's I, the bigger back. <clears throat> he probably should get it. He's probably the better back, in my opinion. I definitely like disagree should. with that. But how high are you on Jordan Howard? I'm not very high. Personally, I think he's a great football player. But in this situation, he's just not in a good spot. So you're just going to have to pass on him. I'm holding him in a league because I'm hoping Miles Sanders gets hurt. But if he doesn't, then Jordan Howard's definitely droppable. The issue with Jordan Howard is he cannot catch the ball out of backfield. And like you were saying about Josh Jacobs, when, when Jacobs went in, they thought it was going to be a run play. Correct? Correct. It's it's exactly what Jordan Howard is. That's why Matt Nagy didn't want him in that offense is because they were telegraphing what they were going to do. That's fair. I mean, but it, I still think he's the better back. Okay. Since we K. can agree to disagree. I agree to disagree. K. 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 Kiki. Um, Nelson Aguilar, eight receptions, 12 targets for 50 yards, yeah, yeah. Two, two touchdowns, fumble lost, by the way. He definitely, and a couple of drops. He definitely got, well, yeah, not surprised that he got a couple now, drops. Now, did you watch that news clip? Which one? Now, there, there was a news clip in Philly where some guy was saving uh, kids from a, a fire. A burning fire? A burning fire uh-huh. in the second story. Yeah. And then, you know, they grabbed the big ladder 
up, you know, to gra- catch the grab the kids, and then they were throwing them down. They're throwing kids off. Uh, Philadelphia in in Philly, people are throwing kids out of a burning building. That's how okay. he described it. Okay, that's it. Doesn't sound good, but go on. He, that's how he described it, and uh-huh. then he goes, you know, I'm just catching all the kids, unlike Aguilar. And then we were putting them down. And I was like, wow, you're in a serious situation and you still have time to insult the Eagles. I think it's great. That's an Eagles fan right there. He's salty. Yeah, he's salty. That dude is so salty. (laughs) Absolutely salty. You know how salty you have to be to be in a serious situation? And the first thing that comes in your head is, I hate Aguilar. Uh, I mean, I feel it, though. Mm-hmm. That's that's a football fan right there. It's a football fan. It's a football fan. I mean, I didn't I didn't see kids getting thrown out of burning building though. I'll have to look up that video. Well, see, they weren't showing the video of the kids getting thrown. They were interviewing him afterwards. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh Aguilar was the guy who got the volume obviously. 12 targets. Ertz got 7 targets, 4 for 64. Uh Sanders got 4 targets. Other than that, not really anybody you're kind of looking at. Goddard got one target, wide open touchdown that he dropped. Ha. I mean, a little disappointing. Miles Sanders fumbled twice, lost Yikes. one. Ooh. Not 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 good. Just to add that on there for you. Good. Don't like that guy. I know you're not a fan of Sanders. No. He, looks he funny. did. He did have a big issue fumbling in college. I had 10 fumbles lost. If you fumble correctly. like that, you're just going to be Chris Carson and just get knocked out later. Well, we'll just wait for Chris Carson. Okay, we'll talk we about got Chris a little, Carson. We got a little Chris Carson taste on there. Okay. Uh, Luke Folk <laughs> for the <laughs> New York Jets against <laughs> the Patriots we talked about. Yeah, hey, you know, they put up 14 points. I feel like it's not bad. Sure. Thank you. We can say it's not that bad. Pretty sure it was one was a pick six from the backup quarterback for the Patriots, Stidham. So, I mean, does that count? Yeah, it's that's seven points. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say from the offense. I just said the Jets put up 14 points. It's pretty sad. They put up 98 points passing, or 98 yards passing, one interception. Two more is a football field. That's pretty good. <laughs> sure. You going to start him next week? I'll think about it. It's got a great name. Uh, that's like three fantasy points, right? Sure. We in, in one league, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, 18 carries, 35 yards, 1.9-yard average. I'm pretty sure we kind of knew this was going to happen. Of course. It's not really a surprise. Uh, but the good news is four receptions, 28 yards, four targets. He's going to be involved. He's going to be involved heavily. You're obviously starting Le'Veon Bell. It, it shouldn't be. But is Sam Darnold coming back? He supposedly may come back. I don't know what kind of shape or condition he's going to be in. I don't see it happening this early. Uh, week five. Week five is still early for me. Mono is fairly serious, and you had definitely have a swollen spleen. You've had when that happens. You've had mono. Fortunately, what, did you hang out with Tom Brady before that? Oh, that's a good point. I'm just, I'm just saying. I did. I just happened to see him in the supermarket, and I don't even know what happened. You don't know. I think we all know. <laughs> um, receiving, it's it's bad. I'll 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 just go oof and then move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go to the Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady, twenty-eight for forty-two, three hundred six, two touchdowns. Brady being Brady. Brady being Brady. Uh, big news was Burkhead got eleven carries for forty-seven yards, one touchdown. 
and Sony nine carries for 11 yards, one touchdown, 1.2. Are you first? Are you concerned about Sony? Sony? Yes, you should be concerned. Why? Because he fumbled last week and lost it. Belichick is notorious for having a doghouse. Sony's in it right now. Um, yeah. I've always been wary on the Patriots running backs. And because you don't know who's going to get the ball. You know James White is probably going to get pass catching, but they're all over the place on a regular basis. So with this, Sony not getting the bulk and he fumbled last week, it's got to be very concerning. Yeah. I might, if I'm a Sony owner, it'd be hard to invest in Rex Burkhead, but if you're not a Sony owner, he's definitely a pretty good player to invest in right now. Until he gets hurt again. Inevitable, but yes. <laughs> uh, Josh Gordon, 6 for 83, 11 targets. I like that. I do. I like I, it. Edelman went out. Yeah, so it's definitely So, I mean, it's, it's an increased target share, but that's still awesome. Uh, Edelman, seven receptions, 62 yards, one touchdown, 10 targets. That's without being in the full game. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to feel really comfortable with Edelman. Edelman's Edelman. It, he's going to get that volume. It's going to have, you should have no issues with that. Dorsett, six receptions, 53 yards, one touchdown, seven targets. Cool. Uh, I mean, Startable. that's great. Antonio Brown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, AB. Thank God. Not a surprise, though. Uh, he's in Miami tomorrow. He's probably there right now. Why is he in Miami tomorrow? Uh, he has a court hearing for a civil case. Oh, really? Because apparently he rented out a multi-million condo and trashed it and never paid the guy. That sounds like AB. Yeah. Sometimes you go, what was he thinking? And then you realize, oh, wait, he's not thinking. He's not thinking about anything. Yeah. It's it's a little depressing. It's funny. I get entertained at I, I get entertainment out of it. Therefore, I like it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I think it's super entertaining. So he... Just to keep going on about a little about AB. I know you like his. $30 million was his guarantee. Yes. Then it went to $9 million. Yes. And then it, he got $158,000. That's it. That's an L. That's a huge L. You know when you're So like, he, can, he yes. can talk as much as he wants to, but you're not winning that situation, dog. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that. So you're looking really bad. How long till we... Compare him to being as broke as Terrell Owens. Probably soon. Soon? Probably soon, yeah. Over under three years. Under three years. Under three years? Under three years. Do you think okay, do you think he ever comes back in the NFL? Yeah. I think so. Next year? Next year or late into the season. Where players where teams need a playoff push and they're a little bit desperate. It's a hot take. I I don't think he's coming back this year at all. He talked a whole bunch of shit about owners. I don't think so. I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the XFL or Canadian League. Nah, I don't think he'd do that. <laughs> he, he thinks too highly of, it, highly of himself to do that. Yeah, he does, but not looking good. Uh, Vikings-Raiders game. How this do you was, feel about your Raiders? Derek Carr looks bad. How long till they go to another quarterback? They'll play him the whole season. The whole season? Yeah, but they're going to draft a quarterback. I could, That's my opinion. I think they're going to draft a quarterback at the end of the year. I feel like they should have drafted a quarterback already. No. No. Uh, we have, if we let him go next year, there's no dead money. So, let him go. 
Might as well at this you know, point. Use him. See what he can do. And he's not looking good. He's not throwing downfield. He's checked down, which is amazing for guess who? Darren Waller. He's looking good right now. Uh, he's looking. They're using him so much. He got a carry last week. He took one from Josh Jacobs. How rude. I know. 13 receptions. 134 yards, 14 targets. I mean, he is a tight end one. Yeah. Easily. At, at a this top point, five. Must, I'd almost say must start. He is a must. For me, he's a must start. Chances are Especially you pick him PPR, up on the half PPR. Yeah. I mean, he's a must start. Chances are you got him in the waiver wire when you're desperate for a tight end. And if you have a top tier tight end, I would trade your top tier tight end and get somebody else. And start Waller. That's how confident I feel with Waller. Really? I do. I, so, I, I feel the target share is going to be there. As long as he's healthy, the target share is going to be over 10 targets almost every game. So, because players are going to be in this realistic scenario where they have Earths and Waller or Kelsey Waller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Evan Ingram Waller. Mm-hmm. You know, insert tight end here in Waller. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have all three of those elite tight ends over Waller? Or would you rather I would, have Waller? So if I had them all on my team, so if I had one, of, if I had Waller in one of those three, what I'm doing is if it's Evan Ingram, I'm probably keeping Evan Ingram over Waller. Okay. In my opinion, I, and I would trade Waller, but Ertz and Kelsey, if as long as it's PPR, I'm trading them to get something uh, top tier running back, uh, top tier wide receiver. If they don't have a tight end, and that's gonna, how high I am on Waller. I'm going to extremely disagree with you. Yeah, I, because I can, at I some point that. defenses are just gonna scheme him away. They're gonna figure it out. They'll scheme him, and then after that, the team just shuts down. So they know what team def- just shuts down. The Raiders are just gonna shut down. So we're just gonna shut down. So you, uh, that's the most ignorant thing I've ever seen in my life. How right now <laughs> it, it's kind of like where Eli was. So what? What about George Kittle? Single. You you guys have no wide receivers. Let's well, make that very clear. I think our yes, fullback was the really yeah. Okay, runner. so George Kittle is your only wide receiver, correct? Correct. He's he's your main guy. Do you correct. just shut down George Kittle? Well, it's easier said than done for George Kittle, but yes. So so you're saying George Kittle is is it <laughs> George Kittle is in the same spot as Waller? No. Why? Because. Niners have a far superior offensive scheme. I'm I'm really confused. You have no wide receivers. Okay. So you're saying the same thing for the Raiders. So you're just saying that the scheme is different. But Correct. All you're gonna do is just scheme Kittle open. Is that literally all you're doing? No. We'll see. The Niners are able to spread the ball around much better than the Raiders are. Your wide receivers have been horrid. The whole season. Yeah, we your average number, more points than the Raiders. Your number one was Pettis, and he is a number five at best. I mean, the only guy that looked half decent was Debo Samuel. So when you're talking about the same thing, when Darren Waller's getting way more volume than George Kittle is, I'm confused on why this is even like long-term Darren Waller couldn't be a top five. Because... Because teams what? are just going to double team him. Why don't they double team Kittle then? Why don't they? Oh, they probably are. Okay, Kittle's just better. Therefore, 
so so is is let's get is okay. Darren Waller a a top five tight end at the end of the year? Top five? Yes. Well, he's got a massive head start. Uh, he's. Uh, I'm gonna give a hot take and say no. Top top five? No. Okay. So what do you think? He's he'll be top ten, probably. But what we're saying that we're talking about elite. I don't see it. You don't see him not yet, at least. I mean, I agree with he could not be elite, but what I'm saying is right now, he seems like he is a top tier tight end, very safe floor, and I feel comfortable starting him every single week. Yeah, but that's different than he is better than Kittle, Kelsey, or Ertz. I mean, I feel way more confident with just starting him in every, just because we have nothing else. Like, yes, it, but like you, you have Tyrell Williams, which is a good wide receiver that you can use. But we have no Antonio Brown. We have a Josh Jacobs that we can run the ball with. But Darren Waller's, in my opinion, always going to see that volume. So in half PPR and PPR, the volume's always going to be there. The volume's going to be there, but to safely trade away an elite tight end and keep Darren Waller, I do not see it. I am trading Darren Waller all the way. Are you going to get more for Darren Waller? Or you get more for the like a Travis Kelsey or I'll play whatever? a whole I would rather take less for Waller than for Kelsey. Yeah, what are you going to get for Waller? Uh let's see. He was a waiver wire pickup, so he's if you can get a Brandon Cooks you can get a Philip Lindsay. Uh, no, I'd probably reach for better than Philip Lindsay, even though I'm fairly high on him. Mm-hmm. I would take a. That's a good question. I think you're on the vicinity of Brandon Cooks to Thielen to Mixon. Mixon might be at that level right now. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack might be a much a bit of a stretch. Uh yeah, about that vicinity. Third, like a player in the third round that you drafted, a third round vicinity. How about that? I just don't think you're gonna get anyone to trade you for Darren Waller for that. If Tied you can, then if you right can, now? then sure, why not? But if so, you should feel more than comfortable keeping him and using him on a bye week. I mean, I I feel comfortable using him every week. I mean, just yes. different. I I mean, you couldn't not feel comfortable using someone who gets double digit targets. I'd much rather have Kelsey as a tight end. Like, you know if you have I mean? Kelsey, I'd yeah, much I mean, have Kelsey. Kelsey. But would you much rather have Ertz? Yes. Like Ertz, what has Ertz been getting lately? His target share hasn't even been that great for for someone who's had last year had the most most receptions for a tight end. Right. He started off slow last year as well. I I'm perfectly fine with Ertz. I'd rather have Ertz. I'd probably rather have Kittle. Yeah. I mean, you'd rather have any of the top tier tight ends. Yeah, but mostly mostly the people with tight ends grabbed Waller just because they value the tight end position that much that they're more likely to grab somebody like Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. I might rather have Andrews than Waller. Okay. W- why is that? Uh, I think his targets share is great. I think that offense is better. I think it's more dynamic, and I think he's overall better. Overall better. Yeah. So his target share is better. No, probably not his target share. I feel like his uh, target uh, his yard depth per target mm-hmm. is a lot higher. 
I mean, I, I guess so. I mean, I don't feel comfortable with that, but yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that, I guess. I don't know. The whole, I'd rather trade an elite tight end and keep Darren Waller. I don't see it. That's, that's a little bit extreme. I mean, I, I can understand that. So Mark Andrews had 24 targets. Darren Waller has 29. Evan Ingram has 30. Okay. Ertz has 30. All right. Those are the top three in target shares right now. Do you want to see receptions? Let's hear it. 26. Okay. 23, 19, 19, 17, 17. Who's the top? It's probably Waller. It's Darren Waller. Well, what's his yard average? So his yards here, we're going to go 284. Who's that? That's going to be probably Waller. No. Andrews? Kelsey. Kelsey, okay. 277. Uh, I'll go Andrews. Ingram. Ingram, really? Oh, well, that, he's Two, this is steroided by a seventy-five yard run. Yeah, I mean, it happened. So, uh, two sixty-seven. That's Waller. Okay. So, I mean, top three tight end right now. Right now, but this is also the third week. Yeah, I mean, I just the target share that he's getting is is absolutely insane for a tight end. I mean, that's all I'm saying is I feel so comfortable, and maybe that's just me. But I know how Derek Carr is. He doesn't throw down the field. He's going to check down. And that that's what he's been doing. That's what he's always going to be doing. So Waller's always going to be there for a check down. So PPR, half PPR. Maybe standard. Standard I feel comfortable with Kelsey, Ertz, uh, Evan Ingram, all of them way more than Waller. And, I mean, the upside for those guys are higher for half PPR, PPR, standard, all that kind of stuff. But Waller with a half PPR or PPR, he's going to be a target monster. That's all I'm saying. And at the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if he had the most targets in the NFL for tight ends. Yes, but that's fair. But I still think the other tight ends are better, and I'd rather get rid of Waller than the other tight ends. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Um, Let's get into the Vikings. Well, I mean, we didn't really talk about Josh Jacobs. Screw him. (laughs) <laughs> 10 for 44, 4.4. He only got 10 carries. I feel not, like 10 carries, really he averaged 4.4 yards per carry. That's not that bad for a Vikings defense. No, I don't think so either. I feel like if he got a normal share, then he would have had a solid day. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 15 for 21. He threw the ball more than 10 times. It's, it's a surprise. He completed more than three passes. It's a surprise. 174 mm-hmm. yards, one touchdown. I mean, you're obviously not touching him. No. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 16 carries, 110 yards, one touchdown, and he's obviously a stud. I think the surprise is Alexander Madison with 12 carries and 58 yards. I feel like he's almost flexible. I don't think it's a surprise. I think they benched Dalvin Cook because they were destroying the Raiders pretty easily. Oh, yeah, that's a good Uh, point. But Alexander Madison is a guy that you need to at least have on your bench if he's on the waivers. Yeah. The upside with him is massive. Because if Dalvin Cook goes out, which we know his injury history, you're you're gonna get an RB one in my opinion with Alexander Madison. Yeah. If Dalvin Cook gets hurt, because that volume is gonna be there. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. There's no denying that. That's a water is wet type thing. Is water wet? Dry ice is actually. Ooh. That's a whole different conversation. Should we get into that conversation? We'll get into that conversation another day. Okay. Uh, Irv Smith, three receptions, 60 yards, three targets. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, Adam Thielen, three receptions, 55 yards, one touchdown, I'm five targets. Uh, do you even feel comfortable starting Diggs at this point? He's flex at best. I don't even want to flex him. Really? I feel, he Unless still has I, a big play I, potential. Yeah, but the volume of passing that they're going to do, they're just going to run the ball. And that's been obvious from the beginning. I can't feel comfortable with Diggs. If I can trade him, I'll trade him. Yeah, that's fair. Understandable. Uh, next game. Ooh. What we got? Vikings just, I mean, not Vikings. Ravens. Redskins scored a touchdown. Oh, did they? Yeah. The first one of the day? Second one, actually. Uh-oh. Who is it? Who's number 10? What's the score right now? It is 28-16, assuming they make the field goal. Nice. Uh, Ravens, Chiefs. 33-28. This was uh, Lamar Jackson. Jesus. He was definitely. Uh, he's like playing Madden out there. Is he? Yeah. He's he killing looked, it. He's killing it, dude. Uh, 22 for 43, 267 for Lamar Jackson. Is this a bad game for him, technically? No touchdown passes. He had 46 yards, one rushing touchdown, eight carries. I mean, it wasn't an amazing game, but it wasn't he, his last you're, starting the, you're starting. <laughs> yeah, he's must yeah, start. I mean, say, he's, he's a QB must one. start. QB one. Uh, Mark Ingram, 16 carries. 103 yards, three touchdowns. Is this a, an outlier, or could you expect stuff like this almost every week? I mean, Gus Edwards had seven carries for 53 yards. I feel very comfortable with Mark Ingram for the rest of the season. Yeah. RB2, I mean, high-end RB2? Yeah. I mean, could be RB1, but high-end RB2, just because of the volume that he'll get. That You know that defense is going to be very good. They're going to be in games all the time, and if they're up – with Lamar Jackson playing the way he is, they're going to run the ball. Yeah, fully agree. Now, I feel like the receiving stats from the receivers is a whole lot more realistic stuff we're going to be seeing. I mean, Nick Boyle, 58 yards. Marquise Brown, 49. Willie Sneed, 47. And then other than that, you saw Mark Andrews with 3 and 15. Mm-hmm. That was a very disappointing game for a lot of people. Yeah, especially against Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Marquise Brown, I think, is a big point here, though. He had nine targets. I mean, if I, for me, if you can buy low on Marquise Brown, I'm going for it. If you can get nine targets for a guy who can absolutely fly down the field and consistently get nine targets or double-digit targets, I would at least want him to be on my bench for high upside guy with a offense that is looking great right now. With Lamar Jackson. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. If I had to compare him to another player, I'd say Brandon Cooks. Very similar. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I, I mean, like it a lot. I think the Ray, or Rams offense is a little bit better. Yeah, but more efficient. Marquise Browns is pretty much the only target there other than Mark Andrews. Yeah, fully agree. Uh, that you feel comfortable with. Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes just doing Mahomes. Uh, just doing Mahomes things. Yep. 27 for 37, 374, three touchdowns. An absolute monster. But he didn't have a no-look pass. Deshaun Watson did. Ooh, does that make Deshaun Watson better than him? Definitely not. I'm going to disagree. Oh, No-look passes, that's it. I feel like Mahomes is so good. If he doesn't have, like, three no-look passes a game, then it's like, uh, who cares? It's just like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Darrell Williams, nine carries, 62 yards, 6.9 yard average. I mean. Cool. Chiefs RB doing well? Wow, that's cool. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy, eight carries, 54 yards, one touchdown. I mean, 
not a surprise. Whoever's starting in the Chiefs' backfield, plug you, and play. You want you want him. Plug and play yeah. and expect a lot. Yeah. Uh, McCole Hardman, two receptions, 97 yards, one touchdown, five targets. He's a good deep ball threat. Like we said, you you want to have these guys. But these are these are just rentals right now, right? When Tyreek Hill comes back, will these guys be droppable? I mean, you can, but we have to see we have to see Tyreek Hill get back. We have to see him be healthy. This offense, you want any shares you can get for a top tier offense, in my opinion. Yeah, right now, especially like with Google. Mahomes. Like, I mean, he's been a monster all year. No one thought he was going to be able to do it again, and it looks like he can. So any share you can get is what you want. Yeah, and with a damaged backfield, that's just all the more reason to throw more. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey, seven receptions, 89 yards, eight targets. Still, elite as always. Yeah, looking good. Uh, Sammy Watkins, five for 64, eight targets. Not what everyone is thinking Sammy Watkins is going to do, but not really a huge surprise there. I still my opinion. really like Sammy's upside. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I feel like he's still a must-start at this point. Definitely love the upside. I mean, you're going to start anyone you can. Robinson, Hardman, Watkins. And remember, they were playing the Ravens. This is an elite defense. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, three for 43, one touchdown. Other than that, uh, Sammy fumbled. Didn't, lo- didn't lose it, though. Rip him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than that, uh, if you have a Chiefs player, start him and profit. Exactly. We are going to the Falcons-Colts game. This is actually a pretty good game. Yeah, Colts 27, Falcons 24. Um, Is Julio Jones the number one wide receiver in in fantasy fantasy right now? As of right now, yeah, he's the most consistent. I believe this is his seventh game in a row with a touchdown catch. And even if he did not have that for a guy who couldn't get over 10, had only one 10 touchdown seasons. Oh, they're force feeding. I mean, it, it is, it is so great to watch. Yeah. He was double covered in the end zone and Matt Ryan just said, Oh, well, and yucked it to him. Yeah. And he made a man's catch and plucked it out. I mean, we, even without the touchdown, he had 128 yards. That's that's already a great fantasy game. But I mean, yards has always been—he's always had always put up numbers yards. like that. It's the touchdowns that have always been the question. And now, a touchdown a game, touchdown a game is a monster. Oh yeah, an absolute monster. Devontae Freeman is—is is this a good game for him? Sixteen carries, eighty-eight yards, five point five yard average. Uh, this is a huge improvement from him. I mean, last week he had what four points. The week before that, point two. I mean, Ito Smith did go out early in the game yes. with a concussion, if I remember correctly. So the volume was going to be all him all the time. So it, it's something to watch out for Yeah, next but game, but it is a, a great thing to see. You like seeing that even with Ito Smith going out, his carries had a good average, 5.5. You like to see that. Yeah. Matt Ryan, 29 for 34, 304, three touchdowns, one interception. Is he going back to being a good start? Um, yeah, I mean, you can start him. I, I feel Confident? comfortable. I feel comfortable starting him. Okay, that's good to say. Now, what about on the other side? Would you rather start Brissett or Matt Ryan? Yes. Uh, Ma- Matt Ryan, I'd probably feel more comfortable with. I I know Jacoby Brissett's been playing pretty good. Twenty eight for thirty seven, three ten, and two touchdowns last game, and he looked good. 
But yes, I am going with the guy who has Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Sanu, and their defense hasn't been playing that great. I can, I agree there. Yeah, I can go with that. Now, my hot take is Brissett is better than Andrew Luck. Okay. How do you feel about that? That's ridiculous. That's a, that's I'm going to stick to my guns there. I think Jacoby Brissett is going to be better than Andrew Luck. Are we talking about this season or like long term? Both. This season because he's not playing, so obviously Jacoby Brissett is. So I'm not wrong. So you're not wrong about that. All right, career-wise, how about that? But I'm a little concerned. Are you okay? Is your is everything up there good? Call me Antonio Brown right now. I'm I'm pretty much calling you Antonio no, Brown I mean, right now. I mean, when you think of it, Andrew Luck's career was not that great. I mean, it's riddled with interceptions and injuries. We're looking at the potential of Andrew Luck on how great he was, but he never really reached it. Andrew Luck was a great quarterback. Uh, I'd say above average, but he's about a thousand times better than Jimmy G. That is a lie. That is not even close to a lie. Nah. I mean, Angeluk hasn't even gone deep into the playoffs with better teams. Jimmy G has. Jimmy G has call a ring. Me, call me when he's Jimmy played. Jimmy G a, has a ring. Call me when he's played a full season. Okay. <laughs> Angeluk probably hasn't even played a full season. Uh, I, I don't know. You should look it up. I don't want to look. Pretty it up. sure he's he has. <laughs> he's not. He's retired. He's uh, Mar- Marlon Mag, sixteen for seventy-four, one touchdown, four point six. Um, Stud, is this you're starting him? I think. He, you would much rather have Marlon Mack than probably 95% of the RBs in the league. 95%? Yeah, right now there's going to be, uh, let's see, Cook, Saquon, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott, then who? Mack. There you go. Answered it for you. Uh, sh- sure. I, I'm, I don't agree, but whatever. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. Eight for sixty-four, one touchdown, ten targets. Ty does Ty things. Uh, yeah, I mean he's hurt. Surprise! surprise. Pulled up after that touchdown, not really a surprise, but he did have ten targets. The closest person was four targets: Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle. So I mean, the volume is going to be there for Ty. It looks like. Yeah, let's see how serious his injury is. But other than that, Ty is a basically a must start. Yeah, I mean, most people are not benching T.Y. in general anyways. Yeah, it'd be pretty silly. Now about your Broncos and Packers. I mean, wow. Uh, Green Bay, 3-0, 27-16 against the Denver Broncos. Broncos, Joe Flacco, just doing elite things, 20 for 29. <laughs> Two, Man, 213, elite. one interception, just, just pretty bad. Is it? Yeah. He's completed 20 out of 29 passes. It's like 66%. I'm so proud that he's that bad. Would you rather have Joe Flacco or Eli Manning? I would rather pick up Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that an option? (laughs) That's not actually, that is, that's so far out of left field that it's an option. It's an option. Okay. I agree. Well, Kaepernick would be. My guy. Okay. Uh, Lindsey, 21 for 81, two touchdowns, 3.9 yard average. There was a lot of carries this game. Yeah. I mean, the Broncos said, we're going to ground and pound, and I like it. I, I like agree. it. They I don't, I don't blame them. I do not blame them. Flacco's not going to win you a lot of games, in my opinion. Uh, Lindsey and Freeman, Freeman, 
Freeman. 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 Come on, I'm the one with the bad pronunciation. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Taking my job. Uh, Freeman. Freeman was 15 for 63, 4.2 yard average, zero touchdowns. I mean, Lindsey was the guy this game. Lindsey is the better back, but I could still see Royce taking a decent amount of his carries. Mm-hmm. Lindsey was definitely the goal line back, but you have to remember Freeman did come out of the game for a decent amount. They both had five targets. Uh, Royce was four for 10, and Lindsey was four for 49. The next person to them was Cortland Sutton, was five for 87 with eight targets. I mean, I, I'm not feeling comfortable starting pretty much any, any of them. Now, I do want to admit that I was extremely low on Sutton, and he's turning out to be a pretty good receiver. He's looking good. He's looking yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to have to apologize to whoever really liked Sutton or Sutton himself. Do we have to go to a Broncos game to apologize to Sutton? I'll just tweet at him. Just tweet at him? Yeah. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I still think you're trash. Sorry, bro. Well, then why apologize? Well, he's uh, not as trash. How about that? Let's go to Rodgers. Okay, cool. 17 for 29, 235, one touchdown. Not doing Rodgers things. Is it the system? Is he a system quarterback? Rodgers is not a system quarterback. Is he a system quarterback? He's definitely not a system quarterback. I don't know. He's definitely not. Jamal Williams, 12 carries, 59 yards. Aaron Jones, 10 carries, 19 yards, two touchdowns. Concerning? Must be nice. Two touchdowns is not concerning. Those yards are terrible. The yards are concerning. Those are Joe Mixon numbers uh, right there. Valdez Scantling. Six Damn. receptions, 99 yards, one touchdown, 10 targets. Are you concerned about De- Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams had four targets, four receptions. That is concerning. I mean, Aaron Rodgers came out today and said that that's ridiculous and we only had four targets for Devontae Adams. That needs to go up. No, obviously. Obviously. Exactly. Come on. Like, Come on. this is ridiculous. I thought you were going to force feed Adams and didn't do it. It hasn't, hasn't been happening at no. all. Not really much to talk about in this game. No, not much. This was an average game. I mean, Jamal Williams getting more carries, that's kind of eye-opening. I'm not too concerned about it just yet. If it consistently happens, that it, then you have to sit there and go. I think Aaron Yeah, I think Aaron Jones is the best back there, in my opinion. More explosive. It's kind of like a Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman situation, in my opinion. Where is Aaron Jones, Lindsay, and then? Aaron Jones is Lizzie, Lindsay, yeah. and yeah. Freeman is Williams, okay. but I think Williams blocks better for pass pass protection because mm-hmm. he's in a lot. He is in a lot. I mean that. We'll see what happens. Hopefully everything works out next week, um, but it does a little concern me a little bit for Aaron Jones. What's up? I think Terry McLaurin has a touchdown. Oh, uh, uh, they were posting stats and it showed a touchdown. So this is the game of the day. Game of the day. No. Dallas Cowboys, Fine. Miami Dolphins, 31 to 6. And Miami put up six points. I feel like that's pretty good. I'm surprised they actually did anything. Uh, Rosen, 18 for 39, 200 yards. Irrelevant. Cool, buddy. Uh, Kenny and Drake, 12 carries, 38 yards. I, I Cool, buddy. Preston Williams, four receptions, 68 yards, 12 targets. Never heard of her. Never heard of her, huh? Devontae. Devontae Parker. All right, to the Cowboys. <laughs> Fitzpatrick had went two for two. Good for him. Elite. 19 for 32, 246, two touchdowns, one interception for Dak Prescott. Still being an elite quarterback right now. 
You know, just looking looking good right now. Forty million a year? Uh, they're probably gonna pay him forty million a year. The way he's playing right now, might be worth it. I don't know. Then I like to see what Mahomes gets after that. God, oh, that's Jesus. fifty. If he gets Jesus. forty, Jesus. Uh, Zeke, nineteen carries, hundred twenty-five yards. Obviously a start. Pollard, they put Pollard in because this game was over. Is he like an Alexander Madison? Must be rostered. If I don't think he's must be rostered. Rostered. Really? But I mean, you can make a case for it, I guess. I feel like if you if you can make a case for one of them, then the other one has to be true. I mean, mine is the more for Dalvin Cook is because of his injury history. But both of them have that high upside for an RB1 because of the volume. I just don't think the volume will be there as much as Madison to Tony Pollard if Zeke goes out because Dak is playing so well. Is that understandable? Yeah. But I do feel like the Cowboys will be winning more games by bigger margins, causing Polar to play a little bit more. But if you're starting him for that potential game script, then you've probably lost your week. Yeah, I I, I don't see it. But I understand where you're coming from on that. And, yeah, you you technically probably could. Uh, Amari Cooper, I mean, just being consistent last three weeks. I I can't believe it. It's it's really a surprise. I can't believe we spent a whole lot of time discussing how inconsistent Mari Cooper is. Because he's been super inconsistent. Because he's been extremely inconsistent. So and he's been consistent. Six receptions, eighty-eight yards, two touchdowns, seven targets. I mean, I know Gallup is gone. Gallup is gone. So that that helped out for sure. But I mean, he's must start every week. He's he's looking great. Completely agree. Unfortunately. Other than that, um, Jason Wynn, is he startable? I'm not. I don't feel yeah. comfortable okay, starting cool. him. I yeah, think I'd rather no. leave the slot empty. Yeah, I know. I don't feel comfortable starting him. I mean, you, I'm going to let you handle this one. All right, babe. Last week, I called it. Daniel Jones is <clears> going <throat> to look off the safety, look back to Evans, throw one for a touchdown. You could rewind the last podcast. I said it, but I said he was going to throw it for 150 yards. To Evans, but I mean, it was only 75 yards, which is still pretty good. Now, my boy Daniel Jones, who I called was going to be elite day one, 23 for 36, three, 336 yards, two tighties, and two rushing touchdowns. Four carries, 28 yards, another two rushing touchdowns. I mean, Evan Ingram, 113, touchdown. Sterling Shepard, seven for 100, touchdown. I mean, even somebody, some scrub named Darius Slayton, which, by the way, is a really cool name. He's got Slay in his name. Three for 82. I mean, this he completely overshadows the fact that the best running back is hurt, but Daniel Jones did good, so who cares about Saquon? Saquon who? And on the other team, screw the other team. We don't care about the Buccaneers. We're going to get into the Buccaneers, but fine. <laughs> um, Daniel Jones... Four carries for 28 yards and two touchdowns. I just said that. I just think I need to repeat it. Okay, cool. All right, I mean, go that's, ahead. Like we said in the last pod, he's going to be able to run the ball. 1,300 yards at Duke for three years. He is athletic, so he is an option. But how bad is Eli if Daniel Jones looked this good? He just gave him his powers. He gave Eli gave him his powers. Yeah, Eli can't run at all. 
because he gave it to Daniel Jones. No, that's definitely not what happened. I feel like Daniel Jones is secretly Eli's baby. That's his son right there. I wouldn't be surprised. Because they kind of look exactly the same. They in like the Manning Manning family? Yeah, has to be. Is it like Tom Brady? Like they kiss each other on the mouth all the time? No. Are you sure? Daniel Jones is not that lame. I don't know, man. He's not that lame. That family looks pretty close together. Uh, is that does it make you sad? If no, that's true. It's not true. It makes you sad. It I would if it. it was, but it's not. So I it doesn't it matter. Is. I think it is. Uh, twenty three for thirty seven for Jameis Winston, three eighty three touchdowns, one interception. He had a day. Yeah, he had a really good day. He had a good day. I mean, all it took a, a kicker to miss a twenty yard field goal for them to lose. You know who else had a day? Uh, Michael Evans. Yeah. He had a hell of a day. 190 yards, three touchdowns, 15 targets. Uh, you know how many targets that is? Do you want to know who the closest person was <laughs> for another target? O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard with four. <laughs> Out of all people. Chris Godwin with four. What happened to Chris Godwin? Where'd he go? Just off game. It happens. Off game. You know, I I'm, I feel confident in Godwin. Yeah, I feel confident. Yeah, not, not even concerned about it. I mean... O.J. Howard, three for 66. It's better to see him actually do something and not nothing. And he didn't fumble this time, which is a miracle. That's crazy. It's amazing. Uh, Ronald Jones, 14 carries, 80 yards, 5.7 yards yeah, He broke per a carry. big one. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Barber, 13 for 48, 3.7. Still a we don't know in this backfield. It, it's always going to be a we don't know until someone breaks out completely. But I don't. I don't know if we even see that happening. Oh. Panthers, Cardinals. I'll let you discuss this because I know you like it. Panthers 38, Cardinals 20. Kyle Allen looking pretty good. 19 for 26, 261, four touchdowns. I mean, look, looked great. He, he actually looked really well. I, I was surprised. I, like I liked it. I'm not going to lie. Like It wasn't Daniel Jones. Nowhere near Daniel Jones. But it looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, Chris McCaffrey, 24 for 153, one touchdown. We finally saw what we expect out of him. He broke a long one. Oh, yeah, 76-yard. Yeah, he broke a really long one. Greg Olson, 6 for 75, two touchdowns, seven targets. Samuel looking good, 5 for 53, one target, or one touchdown and seven targets. DJ Moore, 1 for 52 and one touchdown, two targets. Now I you know you had DJ Moore on your team when we played against each other. Yep. And when I saw that stat line, I was pretty upset. Yeah, it's a little upsetting, but now as the owner, how do you feel about him getting only two targets? Do you feel like this is like an outlier game? It's it's a it's a slight concern, but I think there's more to come. We'll have to see. They're obviously Allen's going to be playing next week, so we'll see what happens, but. For next week, wide receiver three, a flex maybe okay. for him because you don't really know what's going to happen. But long term, I'm fine with DJ Moore. I, I'm not concerned. Fair with enough. It. Now, how about the tight end? Everybody was kind of ready to write off Greg Olson. And I mean, if he's getting this volume on a regular basis, then yeah, obviously. But I don't I don't know. I mean, you can we, start him next we want week. Another, we win another week. I mean – with Allen in, I feel comfortable starting Olsen. Okay. With, with Newton in, and if he's completely healthy, then maybe. Yeah. But I don't know what 
Newton's going to do when he comes back and if he's actually going to be healthy. I feel like if we see another good game out of Kyle Allen, then I think we can kind of push Cam Newton away to the side. Oh. I don't think he'll come back. Wow. I mean, right now, he just handed the Panthers their first win of the season. I don't see them putting Newton back in if he wins another week. I would be surprised. Health reason or both? I don't know. If he's healthy, he's playing. I, I, I can't fathom a coach that puts back in a QB that is not performing to a QB that is performing. He should get fired. Cam or, Newton should get fired? No, not fired. Not him. Ron not Rivera? Coach. Yeah, Ron Rivera. I mean, I feel like he's a disappointing coach in general, but if he does this and if, they consistently lose, he needs to go. If Cam Newton is healthy, they're going to start Cam Newton. I think that's the bottom line. I think that's what they're going to do, and I completely disagree with it. You should coach. I should, honestly. I'm great. <laughs> Kyler Murray, 30 for 43. My biggest concern is 173 yards. Damn. How do you have 30 completed passes? For 173 173 yards. It looks like a Derek Carr situation. (laughs) It's you're never throwing it down the field. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Good news is we saw Kyler Murray actually run the ball. Eight carries, 69 yards. We haven't seen him run the ball the first two weeks at all. No, not at all. Uh, So that's a great start. Uh, David Johnson, 11 for 37. I'm disappointed. David Johnson, yeah, six receptions, 28 yards, one touchdown. Do you feel comfortable with David Johnson? Not at all. I feel like he is in the mix into James Conner area right now. I mean, I think the thing that makes me feel a little more comfortable with him is he had nine targets. Nine targets, but I mean. Six receptions, one tw- or 28, one touchdown. I, it just, PPR, half PPR, you definitely feel more comfortable. Obviously, yes, you're starting different. David Johnson. Yes. But. It is a little concerning. He's 11 for 37. He really hasn't gotten a big game at all. This yeah, year. completely agree. Now, if you look at the targets for regular <clears throat> wide receivers, Christian Kirk had 12 targets, 10 receptions, a high amount of receptions, but only 59 yards. What's Which the deal awesome, with this? Awesome for PPR. Awesome for PPR, but this is why I dislike PPR a bit. It's because you're going to get insane games from him when he really did nothing. He got 10 receptions. Yeah, but he 59 did yards? I don't know. I mean... That's that offense, it looks like. Do you find it a disappointing offense right now? Do you think this is a example of them not believing in Kyler Murray? Or do you think this is the offense and how it's just going to be from now on? I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm. We'll have to see what happens. But it's... If you're in a PPR or half PPR league, you're looking at Christian Kirk. You're, you're you looking love at that. volume. You, you love, love that. that. Because uh, that's 15 points right there for you. you know? That's insane. I mean, but standard leagues, that's a little concern. David Johnson's a little bit of a concern. But that touchdown saves you. Oh, yeah. You know. You'll take that any day of the week. And that's a touchdown that matters. Touchdowns matter way more than receptions. Your yards. boy, Niners, 24-20. What? We skipping games now? 3-0 Niners. No. Skipping games now? What game we skipped? Oh, yeah, I, sk- I skipped the you game. You skipped Sorry. the game. I oh, saw the Saints okay. and Seahawks. I kind of oh, may- may- oh. Maybe I just wanted to skip this You just this game. wanted to skip your Niners? Maybe. maybe. We can do that. That's no. totally fine. Uh, now, you know, let's just get it out. We already roast. I roasted the Raiders already. It's your turn. It's not a roast if it's true. It's just It just happens. All right. You know? Jimmy okay. G, 23 for 32, 277, one touchdown, two interceptions. When are we going to see it like a 
an actual like big game from Jimmy. We did G. see it last week, but I do want to point out two of those the two interceptions went through receiver's hands into a defender. A little Seems unfair. Seems like it happens a lot. It does happen. Well, I mean, they don't really have the receivers right now. Yeah. Is it really disappointing for Pettis just being literally useless at this point? He did point? have a touchdown. He had, hold on, hold on, four receptions, 20 <laughs> yards, and a touchdown. Wow, that's That's golden, fantastic. Huh? And he was in the, the one reception he did not catch is the one that went through his hands and into your, Minka Fitzpatrick. Your fullback, Kyle Juszczyk had three receptions for 51 yards and three targets. He's a stud, honestly. Like, I mean, no I, lie. Did you see a stiff arm? Do, he, should you guys sign Antonio Brown? <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't such a cancer, he might, he, I'd, I'd he might give you one that. game. He might give us one game. And then Jim, we can see what really Jimmy G can do. That'd be kind of fun. You know what I mean? I, I'd be all in for it, but it's never going to happen. No, it's not. It's really not. I feel like Jimmy G is playing as best to his ability right now. I mean, he did live, lead a game-winning drive for a touchdown and giving your boy Dante Pettis, who you love, a touchdown pass. Oh, my God. But I mean, right now, the story for the Niners is the running backs and George Kittle. And, God, the fumbles. They fumbled. This was the sloppiest game. They love Garoppolo, two fumbles, one loss. Raheem Mostert. Okay. Raheem Mostert, one fumble, one fumble loss. Richie James, one fumble, one fumble loss. Yep. It's. It was a slop show the whole game. The, this game should have been about 50 to 10 to the Niners. You guys should have killed them. Should have been a kill. But you guys it didn't play very well. No. Uh, Raheem Mostert, 12 for 79. Uh, Brita, 14 for 68. And then Jeff Wilson, the guy who steals all the touchdowns. Uh, I don't get it. Two touchdowns. I mean, he punches it in, which is cool, but fantasy-wise, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, start him. Startup. He is startable. This is the, I t- <laughs> no. Devin Coleman is coming back. You're not starting <laughs> Jeff Wilson just to get touchdowns. No, that is that is a hard no. Say, the real say, question is: okay. Would right, you rather start Jeff Wilson or James Conner? That's a great question. Damn. Okay, so if Tevin Coleman's not playing, yeah, I'm starting Jeff Wilson over James. Oh Conner. my god! But yeah, it's, yes, that's true. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'm sticking to my guns on that one. He hangs out with Antonio Brown a lot. <laughs> and he also bleached his mustache blonde, so you know his brain is a little fried. It was more of a dark brown or light brown. Sorry. Oh, it's light brown? Light brown. You mix, mix it up a little bit? Yeah, you know, variety. Variety. Uh, so James Conner, 13 for 43. How concerned are you? Because I am very concerned, to be I'm, totally honest with you. I'm extremely concerned and as I, well. And I, I'm, as you know, I'm a James Conner you, owner. You have, sh- you have shares of... James Conner in, in different leagues. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, he even lost the fumble. You can't, you can't dump him though. Right you cannot. Now. You can't dump the, him. I mean, you can try if you can get something good. I would dump James Conner, but with how bad he's been playing, you're not going to get anything good. Right. So as you guys know, I think all running backs are system backs. We saw last year James Conner kill it in a different system. Right now they're in a there's, spread offense. There's, he needs to go back into I formation, give him a fullback, ground and pound. The, there's a difference, though. We, we, we argue about this all the time. There is a system. Systems do matter, but talent does matter to a certain extent. Talent matters to an Zeke, extent. Zeke, Saquon, I mean McCaffrey, there's, there's top-tier guys. There's outliers, yes. Yes, but systems do matter, just like Kansas City. 
put a running back in there, and they look pretty good. Systems do matter. I'm with you. James Conner, it's going to be a hard season for him. And why am I saying that? Mason Rudolph looked horrendous. 14, 14 for, for 27, 174 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Take uh, away a 74-yarder from Juju. And you have that. nothing. You have 100 yards. You have a, almost a Nick Folk game. So that's my biggest concern right there is do they even have to be concerned about the pass game? Are they just going to focus on James Conner and Juju? That's what they should be doing. This offense – I'm not happy with, and I don't want shares of. No, I am dropping every investment I have in this league, in this team. You're trying to uh, trade. Exactly. I'm yeah. dro- you're not dropping James Conner, obviously, but you're not liking it. Is is this a time to trade Juju Smith-Schuster? Yeah, yeah. Seven targets, three receptions, 81 yards, one touchdown. If someone didn't watch that game, they wouldn't know. But it's probably time to trade juju if you can get really good value is this a testament to the niners defense now i mean like i said before i think niners defense looks good i think they look very good but i also don't think mason rudolph is a stud so i mean now when we see them against the rams or something like that we can we can say they're a top tier defense but yeah they are a very good defense and i think that pass rush is way better than last than last year of course so i mean last year it's huge now, and, and with Jalen yeah. Ramsey gonna go there. No, oh, he's not going. <laughs> I would love it if Jalen Ramsey went there. He will never go there. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I was just gonna see if I could slip that in. You, yeah, I you know. You notice it or not? Little, yeah, little, little take. Little now, take. On a serious note, the Steelers are playing the Bengals next week. If this offense cannot get it together against them, it's a. If James Conner can't get a hundred yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Or Juju have a big game against Bengals. It's a dumpster fire. That's it's it. gonna be. It's gonna look really bad. They're zero three already. It's a huge concern. Yeah, if they do not show that they're willing to give James Conner the ball, it's it's gonna be a disappointing game. Saints Seahawks. Saints thirty three. Seahawks twenty seven. Um, are you surprised by Teddy Bridgewater? He played better. He played good. I mean, he was a starter for the Vikings. He was a good starter for the Vikings. 19 for 27, 177 yards. I think uh, New Orleans defense is going to help him out a lot, and having Kamara as the running back is going to help a lot. Uh, Michael Thomas is my concern-ish. Do you think Michael Thomas' value drops drastically with Teddy Bridgewater there, or is he still a comfortable wide receiver one in all platforms? Yeah, I'm definitely still starting him no matter what. I feel comfortable with it. Five targets. I mean, five receptions out of seven targets, 54 yards, and a touchdown. This is the Seahawks defense. They definitely scheme well. And they said, we're not going to let Thomas beat us, and they somehow let Kamara beat him. And Kamara destroyed him. Kamara destroyed him. Ten targets, nine receptions, 92 yards, one touchdown, and then 16 carries, 69 yards, one touchdown. I mean, Kamara was an absolute monster uh for me michael thomas gets a downgrade a minor Sli- downgrade. slightly yeah, that's inevitable. Uh, especially in standard yeah um but i mean you're, you're obviously starting him he's he's yeah. a wide receiver one to a wide receiver two high end i mean obviously but when breeze comes back back to the normal. volume is going to be insane for michael thomas like it always is yeah i'm not worried at all 
he might be a little bit more touchdown dependent, but you kind of got to have to expect that my, unless your name is Julio my, Jones. My thing is, is he's just not going to get the volume that Drew Brees would give him, you know. In PPR, you, you're thinking he's going to get 14 targets per game about. Okay, I mean, fair. he could have huge reception games with like 13, 14 receptions. And he, I don't think he's going to get that with Teddy Bridgewater, um, but we'll have to see and go on from there. I'm not concerned. Yeah, no. I mean, you're concerned. obviously starting him. Are you concerned about Chris Carson? Yeah, this is where you buy penny stocks. Oh, penny stocks? Penny stocks, right? I here. heard like penny that? stocks. Penny stocks. Yeah. This like is when you buy penny stocks. The ones on the newspapers? Yeah, you know, you kind of like flip it. You flip it and it has penny stocks in the back? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right there. You like that, huh? Yeah. I never looked that. Actually, I lied. I looked that out a lot. So you buying pennies for pennies on the dollar? Pennies on the dollar. <laughs> you like that? Penny is dropped in in some leagues. He's dropped, and if he is, scoop him. So Pete Carroll came out today and talked about Chris Carson fumbling. He said he wanted to show him, show Carson that they still have confidence in him. Just wait till he fumbles it again. Oh, God. If he fumbles it again, he's going to be in trouble. Uh, 15 carries for 53 yards. Obviously, he had a fumble lost. And this is without Penny even being active. He lost a decent amount of carries. But, I mean, Russell Wilson balled out this game for 406, two touchdowns, even two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, 32 for 50, 406 yards, two touchdowns, seven carries, 51 yards, two touchdowns. Just a monster game, an absolute monster game. And Carson didn't lose a lot of carries. I mean, C.J. Prosize, four carries, five yards, but he, he was off the field a lot. For passing downs. Yes. And I think they kind of made a little bit of a statement with him not being in passing downs because first game that he had seven targets, he was in a lot. Yeah. Uh, I still see Carson as being the overall starter until he fumbles it again. And then after that, I feel like they're going to start slipping Penny in a little bit more and more. I mean, I think when Penny comes back from his injury, they're going to use him a little bit more. Yeah. Especially with with the fumble issues. But as if Carson doesn't fumble anymore he's going to be the starting back obviously correct uh, he's always looked good i mean it's been a slow beginning for his season but we'll have to wait and see a lot of running backs are a bit slow right now i expect them to pick him up so tyler lockett 11 receptions 154 one touchdown 14 targets is he a wide receiver one he's close to it i'd he's looking he's looking that, really yeah. good oh, so yeah. i mean he's on that bottom tier i mean 154 yards is already incredible. Add a touchdown to it on 14 targets. He's definitely must start. I'd rather have him than Michael Thomas. Wow. You would trade Tyler Lockett for Michael Thomas? No, I could probably get more. You think you get more? For Michael Thomas, Thomas, yeah. Mostly off name value. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in general, Tyler Lockett's looking nice and juicy right now. Uh, DK Metcalf, two for 67, six targets. Will Disley, six for 62, one touchdown, and seven targets. Is he startable? Is he a must-start? DK? No. Disley? I don't think he's a must-start. I think if, he's Unless a you have different op- options. I mean, he's a guy to hold on to. OJ Howard or Disley? I mean, Disley you feel more comfortable with. OJ yeah. Howard has done nothing. And okay. he uh, just... Ebron? Disley. Jimmy Graham? Disley. They did say they wanted to get more targets to 
uh, Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham, but I'm I don't want anything to do with Jimmy. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Jimmy Graham. Who else? Uh, Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker's been actually pretty decent. Overwhelmingly. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like Delaney uh, Walker is a good threshold around that area. It's it's probably in, they're probably pretty close because yeah. Will Disley probably has a higher upside than Delaney Walker because Mariota is is very bad. But he has number ten quarterback rating. He's horrible. I don't know what to tell you. And I would just like to let you know that the Bears Redskins game is over. Redskins surprisingly lost, thirty-one <laughs> fifteen, and wow. David Montgomery ended with in standard scoring, eight point ten. Do you have the carries? Uh, here I'll let you know right now. Let's see. Game lock. Thirteen carries, sixty-seven rushing yards. How do you feel about that? He broke a long one for twenty yards. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I, I would like I would like to see the carry difference for everybody else. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't um, grab that for you right away. Why don't we just why don't we get into that game? Actually, really. So Bears thirty-one, Redskins fifteen. Trubisky twenty-five for thirty-one, two thirty-one, three touchdowns, one interception. Trubisky played a lot better. I'm not certain Trubisky. No, not yet. So Dave Montgomery got the bulk of the carries, thirteen carries. Closest person was Cordell Patterson and Tariq Cohen. Cohen got four carries for negative two. Patterson was four for 14. So are they just not running the ball? This game, they decided they wanted to show that they still have a high-powered offense, and they passed it, oddly. Against a horrible Redskins team. Yeah, Mike Davis, one carry. That's odd. I mean, they, they really didn't do a lot. No. I mean, they didn't really need to. The Redskins are a little yeah. bit doo-doo. Um. Adrian Peterson, 12 carries, 37 yards. Keenum, two touchdowns, 331 yards. Three interceptions. Yeah. I mean, it is the Bears, but three interceptions. Paul Richardson, eight receptions, 83 yards, one touchdown, nine targets. McLaurin, six receptions, 70 yards, one touchdown, eight targets. Is he a start? I think a lot of people are starting him must start. I mean, flex, wide receiver three, you can definitely start him. Yeah, I really like Terry McLaurin. Not much competition around him. In case Keenum, even though he has three picks this game, he's been a pretty solid quarterback in general. I'm surprised how decent he's been playing. I know the yeah. Bears are the best defense in the NFL. So, and I feel like I if mean, you get, a, not to. get 300 yards and two touchdowns against the Bears, then uh, you're in a good spot. Half decent spot. Half yeah. decent, yeah. The Redskins still are 0-3. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, Houston Texans Chargers Ooh. 27 to 20 this is a sneaky game and a little surprising I mean Deshaun Watson 25 for 34 351 three touchdowns played good uh, Carlos Hyde 10 carries 19 yards one touchdown they could not rush the ball neither team could really run the ball that well so seeing a touchdown out of Carlos Hyde is pretty nice uh, Jordan Akins was the one who got both touchdowns and Darren Fells got the other touchdown, but Hopkins was six for sixty-seven. He was bottled up. I mean, they double covered him all game, and it shows in the stat line. You know what else shows in the stat line? Let's see it. Is Keenan Allen with thirteen receptions, one hundred eighty-three yards, and two touchdowns, and He's seventeen targets? He's a stud. Jesus Christ! He's a stud. He is an absolute monster. Philip Rivers, thirty-one for forty-six, three eighteen, uh, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler was bottled up. 
this game looked like. Uh, nine carries, 36 yards. Justin Jackson, five for 26. I mean, Eckler, seven receptions for 45 yards, seven targets. So at uh, least you got... Yeah, unless you had him in PPR, uh, then he was pretty disappointing. I feel like this should be the average considered game for Eckler. Is this his floor, or is this his middle ground right now? That's probably his floor. His floor? You feel I, like this is his worst game? I think that this probably is his worst game. Yeah, that he's going to have? I mean, Keenan Allen. It was the Keenan Allen show. Oh, yeah. By far. That's fair. Uh, if you had Mike Evans and Keenan Allen... Jeez, <laughs> that would have been that would have been a week. Um, last game, Rams and Browns. The, Rams twenty, Browns the thirteen. Browns. Uh, yeah, the they're still doo doo. I can't believe it. They're the, still doo doo. The Sunday night game, it, it was. We'll go right into the Browns. Baker Mayfield, eighteen for thirty six, one ninety five, one touchdown, one interception. Nick Chubb, the good news is he got a whole bunch of volume. Oh, yeah. He looked 23 good. carries, 96 yards, 4.2 yard average. He looked good. You can feel comfortable with him. Um, and I think that's what they're going to be doing. That's what they should be doing. Jarvis Landry, three receptions, 62 yards. He got targeted nine times. I think I saw him all over the place. Yeah. He looked like he was showing out today. Odell, six receptions, 56 yards, nine targets. That's got to be disappointing. This is definitely a bad game by Odell, but I'm not going to put the blame on him. I'm going to put it on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, in that offensive line. I, I would go with both. This is the Rams' defense, by the way. Yeah, but their offensive line has not been good no, not the at last all. couple of weeks. Uh, other news for Nick Chubb, four receptions, 35 yards, seven targets. That's that's awesome. Is Baker I, startable? Is Baker startable? Yeah, no, Baker's no. not startable. Not comfortable. Baker's almost not rosterable. Really? Yeah. I think like another game like this, that's it. Time to cut ties. I mean, if you have an extra spot and you want to keep Baker, then sure. But that offense looks horrendous, and I would, I would drop him. Okay. That's fair enough. But Jared Goff, he didn't have that monstrous of a game himself either. No. I mean, his road to home split is really bad. He's very good on the home, and he's mediocre to bad on the road. And they were in Cleveland. He was 24 for 38, 269, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Todd Gurley, 14 carries, 43 yards. Is that disappointing, or you, is that you, a good sign? you got to be disappointed in Gurley. The 14 carries is disappointing, or the yards? The yards, and, I mean, the carries... I mean, I would think they would want to use him more. But for a guy you draft in the second round. You expect a little bit more than that. You expect more than that. Yeah. I mean, you have four points out of him. It's a yikes. <clears throat> yeah, it's a huge yikes. It's a yikes. Uh, Malcolm Brown was three carries for seven yards. So they didn't use anyone uh, else. They just didn't seem to run the ball. Yeah, that's fair. Brandon Cooks looked great, 8 for 112, 12 targets. Cooper Cup, 11 for 102 and two touchdowns, 12 targets. Just a monster. Oh, yeah. And uh, Robert Woods, he got the short short end of the stick this week. It's going to happen. When you have three elite receivers like this, two of them are going to eat. One of them is going to be a little sad. Yeah, exactly. But Jared Goff lost the fumble. Poor guy. Yeah, that's all the games this week, correct? That is everything. Oh, 
Now when we get off that, we got to the most important part of the show. Waivers. Yeah, it's that button right there. You missed it. Stubby fingers. Waiver Wire God. I'll start it off first. Get it. We got an injured Saquon. I guess you got to start with the Gallman Jr. Don't put in a whole bunch for Gallman. Now he's going to be gone a decent amount of time. I'm not. I'm Who not putting a whole bunch of fab if you have a fab league into Gallman. Who else do they have? It doesn't matter. I'm. I don't have an interest in spending a whole bunch of money for Gallman. I mean, what you want to spend fifty percent of your fab on Gallman? Fifty percent? No, that's a little excessive. Ten percent. You're not getting him at ten percent. Fifteen percent. He's not getting him at fifteen. You have to. Then I don't want him. You're probably gonna have to put thirty percent of your fab if you want him. I'm not putting thirty percent of my fab. Yeah, I could agree that I'm not doing it. Now, say you're an RB needy person, or say you had Saquon. I mean, you could technically. I mean, I think you're going to be a bad spot no matter what. Gallman is not going to be your Saquon, but he's not going to get Saquon. It might help a little bit if you want to use thirty percent of your fab. Go ahead. To me, that seems pretty rough. 20% 20% probably would be max for me. 20%? Yeah. But I'm not that high on Gallman. Golden Tate is my next waiver wire guy. Really? When he comes back, yes. The way your boy, my boy, Daniel Jones, was playing, Golden Tate comes in, takes some reps from Sterling Shepard. Rip. I'm just saying. So who would you rather have out of the two? Golden Tate or Shepard? Golden Tate. Really? Yeah. I'm going to disagree. Okay. I like Shepard more. Okay. By how much? Not much, mm-hmm. but I like Shepard. Okay. I feel like he's a better intermediate to deep route runner. Yeah. While Tate is probably going to be a nice little wide receiver screen, shallow cross. So who's your next guy? I like Will Disley. Okay. Tight ends, you mm-hmm. know, they're difficult to come by. Yep. Difficult to find a reliable starter. Yep. Russell Wilson, some odd reason, seems to like him. And he's getting red zone targets. If you're getting red zone targets, you deserve to start. He's there. My next guy is going to be a guy that... Ronald Jones. Really? Yep. Do you think Ronald Jones is on the waiver wire for most leagues? He's 34% owned. Really? So, yes. I definitely think he is. I'm surprised. I mean, Will Disley is 34% owned as well. Really? Yep. That's higher than I thought. Uh, So... Why am I getting Ronald Jones again for the hundredth time? It's it's pretty much take a shot in the dark. Hopefully he takes over that. I don't have full hope on it, but I mean he looked pretty good. That offense is going to be very good. I want to run him back in that offense, but it looks like it's going to be a timeshare, so it's going to be a little rough. Now, would you rather have Goldman or Ronald Jones? Probably Gallman just because the volume. Which but one I'm are you not spending more fab on? Gallman. I'm not spending a lot on Ronald Jones. Okay. I that's mean, fair. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm not spending a whole bunch on Ronald Jones. Not at all. Okay. If I can get him, then cool. If I can't get him. No skin I'm, off the nose. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. Next guy, the AB replacement, Philip Dorsett. Yeah, hopefully you got him last week. 
Yeah. Um, but I think that's a really good one. Uh, he's Tom Brady offense. I mean, Edelman might be gone. Edelman, they said he was going to be good to go. Good to go, but he's also but it's third wide prone. receiver in a really good offense with been a good Tom Brady. Threat. I think he'll be fine. Um, my next guy is Chris Herndon. Chris Herndon, tight end for New York Jets. Chris Herndon, yes, okay. suspended for four games. Oh, that's right. If you need a tight end, it's a guy to look out for. Will Disley or Herndon? Will Disley, really? Yeah, Will Will Disley because Disley can play next week. Herndon cannot sure. play. Good point. Yep. Golden Tate. <laughs> you said it already. That is that is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. He's probably owned in most leagues now, but I just checked two of my leagues, and he's actually on the waiver wire in two of them. Damn. Uh, I played him in one week, played against him in a week, and the guy paired him with Carson Wentz. Needless to say, I lost that week. So if Alshon's gone, he's a must-start, but of course he's going to be a rental, so you can't spend much fab on him. I wouldn't spend my waiver priority on him. And that's basically it. Hopefully he catches the ball when it's not him. We'll see. Doubt it. Anything else to add? Um, speaking of which, because he did not put up, David Montgomery did not put up 17, I beat you this week, and... You suck, and I'm amazing. <laughs> we'll go on that out. All right. See you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.